Right now, I'm sitting in my room at the Hotel Tupelo in Tupelo, Mississippi. Some of you may be wondering, why do I know Tupelo? What, what is that? I've heard of Tupelo before. What, what, what is that? Tupelo, Mississippi is the birthplace of I want to jump right into what I have to share today and it really is straight from my heart. There is no script today. There is no flow that I'm following. I am simply speaking from my heart to everyone who's watching or listening to this podcast today. And what I want to do is I want to share with you real quick a very simple overview of why we are doing what we are doing at Rage Ministries. Right now, I'm sitting in my room at the Hotel Tupelo in Tupelo, Mississippi. Some of you may be wondering, why do I know Tupelo? What, what is that? I've heard of Tupelo before. What, what, what is that? Tupelo, Mississippi is the birthplace of Elvis Presley. That's right. The king of rock and roll himself, Elvis Presley, born right here in Tupelo, Mississippi. And it has been kind of bizarre to walk around the city a little bit and see all of the relics, all of the memorabilia there. there there's a tour you can go on throughout all of Tupelo from his house of birth to where he bought his first guitar at the hardware store. It's it's a pretty phenomenal experience if you, if, if you ask me indeed. So uh, I'm here and it really kind of sparked this this desire to share with people because there's a lot about Elvis like like I don't know. Uh, there's a lot that I've learned since I've been here. And why that is is because someone has taken time to simply share information. And what I want to do over this next couple of minutes is I want to just share a little bit of information because some of you know me as a speaker, as a communicator, as a evangelist. Some of you have heard of our, our resources like Live Scent, the book we recently put out. Some of you uh, know us through mutual friends. Some of you may have heard me at a camp or a revival at your church, but a lot of people don't know the history of Rage Ministries. And I want to share that with you right now. Now, don't tune out just because I said the word history, because it's important to know where we came from and why we are still so passionate over 20 years later, still going after this next generation. You know, the, the initial birth of Rage Ministries um, happened one day when I was reading through the Bible and got to the book of Judges. I got to Judges chapter 2, and then I got to Judges chapter 2 and verse 10. And this verse said this, There grew up a generation after them who knew not the Lord, nor what he had done. Now, I'm sure I'd read that verse before, but this particular day, that verse kind of came alive. It jumped off the page. And in my heart, I just felt like that's this next generation we're looking at. I was a student pastor at the time. I was in seminary working on my Master's of Divinity degree. And I said, that's the generation that we're looking at right now. A generation that number one, does not know the Lord. And number two, does not know the things that he has done. And you know, over the last 20 years, the stats ought to surprise us a little bit. They ought to shock us a little bit and they ought to sadden us a little bit because we are continuing to 
lose a generation. Out of that day, that devotion in, in, in the Word of God that day, uh, there was this desire really birthed with inside of me to continually go after this next generation. Not long after that, the Lord kind of gave us an inspiration for that for the name Rage. And then, as my wife and I were talking and praying, kind of gave us this acrostic of reaching a generation endangered. That there's a real endangered generation that Judges 2.10 talks about. And it's the next generation, a generation that does not know God and doesn't know the things he has done. Some of you have heard me say this before, but I'll say it right here for maybe you first time listeners. And that's this. Do you realize that Generation Z, over one third, 35 percent identify as atheist, agnostic or have no religious affiliation at all. Do you realize that Generation Z, there are 10% fewer who claim to be followers of Jesus than just the generation ahead of them? And you see, when we look at Generation Z, a spiritual hunger, but we see a decline in those who claim to follow Jesus. And so we see a real absolute opportunity to continue to go after this generation, both here in the U.S. and around the globe. And so God in 2019 allowed me to step away from my full-time pastorate position, hand that off to the next lead pastor to begin again full-time with our ministry, Rage Ministries. And now we have a very clear vision of what we're going to do and what we're doing. Number one, we're preaching the gospel to this next generation. And number two, we are preparing them to do the same. So I travel. Uh, we just did kind of a uh, assessment of the last couple of years. I traveled about 100 days a year speaking and preaching the gospel to the next generation at camps and conferences, even in churches and uh, citywide events. And we get to do that about 100 days a year. And on top of that, though, it's not just now me preaching, but one of our great passions is preparing. It is actually equipping this next generation to do the same. Because here's what we know. We say this all the time. Reaching the next generation, it's not a me thing. It's a we thing. That, that's why if you look on any social media, search the hashtag WeAreRage. And you'll find posts from us and posts other people have put up about going after this next generation. Because if we're going to reach Gen Z and now coming up Gen Alpha, what we're going to have to do is do this thing together. Reaching this next generation is not a me thing. It is a we thing. We all have a role to play. We all have a part that we can be part of in reaching this next generation. There's not one ministry. There's not one evangelist. There's not one church that is going to do it. It's going to take us all. We are really pouring time and energy and focused effort into producing resources that equip this next generation. We want students to be able to have Jesus conversations in everyday life. We want middle schoolers and high schoolers and collegiates to be able, no matter where they are, in the classroom, in the locker room, in the lunchroom, we want them to be able to share their faith, to talk about Jesus, to have real conversations that are focused on Christ and point people to the hope that is found in Him alone. And so this is what our ministry has kind of uh, evolved over time into. Moving from in 2003 of me just traveling and preaching for about seven years, just focused on preaching the gospel anywhere, anyplace, anytime, 
to now in this relaunch of our ministry in 2019, where we're focused on, yes, preaching, but also preparing. And this is why we need your help. We need people who are partnering with us every month. We have people who give financially to support our ministry so that we can produce resources, offer them to the next generation, and give literally tens of thousands of dollars of resources away every year. And it's because of people who have said, hey, you know what, Ryan? We believe in the kingdom, we believe in the gospel, and we believe in what God has called you to do. And so they're financially partnering with us in that. And I'd ask you today to consider, man, prayerfully consider partnering with us, maybe a a one-time gift or an ongoing partnership. You can go to rageministries.com slash give and, and, and see all of that information there. But also people pray with us. We have over a thousand people on what we call our prayer tribe. And when I travel places, we are shooting out texts to this prayer tribe saying, hey, pray for Ryan as he goes to. Um, you, you can join our prayer tribe. If you're a prayer warrior, join in. Uh, simply uh, text the number 77222. So, so that's the number you text. And just text the phrase, we are rage. All together, we, A-R-E, rage. We are Rage. And you'll be in our prayer tribe. You will be getting text messages. You'll be part of praying and asking God specifically for particular events and locations that we are going to to share the gospel. We also give regular updates on there on hey what God is doing and what He's done and new ways that you can be involved in as well. Uh, we, we would invite you to just share out. If you see a post that encourages you from our ministry, just share it out because you never know who that post is going to hit, where it's going to land. And every time you share it, it, it hits your realm of influence. And so what happens is that is how the gospel spreads. One person at a time, one place at a time, uh, one post at a time. So our ministry is really focused on going after this next generation, a generation that is in desperate need of Jesus. I wanted to share with you today is, um, you know, I was just I was just in Tupelo and I, and I, I thought about, man, you know, this is the birthplace of Elvis and I don't know a lot about him. I know a little bit, but it's cool just to see all the pointers and go, man, I can really appreciate uh, more what, what he's done and, and what he did. And, and for a lot of you, uh, you've been following us, listening to our content, and uh, you, you maybe not understand where we're from and what we've done. And, and so our ministry celebrated 20 years this year, and um, I believe in, in, in a lot of ways, we're just beginning. We haven't even scratched the surface. Things like our one million cent where, man, we are trying to train a million students around the globe to share the gospel by 2030. If we can get them equipped, we can get them empowered, man, I believe the Holy Spirit will send them out and we will continue to see a revival sparking in this next generation. Hope it was encouraging to you today. And if it was, share it out with somebody else. Don't forget to subscribe. And by all means, may I ask you today, would you pray specifically for Rage Ministries to continue to reach a generation endangered?